This is a Radio.com original. Chris managed to really piss someone off and he got yeah, knocked yes. out. He oh. got knocked oh. out. A it big is, right to the jaw or something? Yep, a big oh right my. to the jaw and went down, oh. down for the count. Oh and we gosh. had to pull the guy off. We're like, no, 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 you're on overhaul. Everybody and welcome to a new edition of Talking About Cars, the podcast where it's all about everybody has a car story, from celebrities to car personalities and more. I'm Randy Cardoon. Coming up, more great stuff from this year's SEMA convention in Las Vegas, including Hot Rod Bob Beck's exclusive Great American Auto Scene interview with Big Daddy Don Garlitz, who has some rather frank things to say about the National Hot Rod Association and the way they do business. But first, congratulations to Chevrolet for their Corvette Stingray being named Car of the Year by Motor Trend. Now, it's back. Overhauling. Chip Foose's show about resto-modding cars with a bit of drama to start is now on the Motor Trend app with a bit of a twist and a bit of a punch. As Adrian Janik told Hot Rod Bob and I at the Moon Eyes booth. We are back. Oh, that's good. That the rumors are true. We're back. They are, huh? Yes. Okay. I want to know how you found out about it. I know you were... You're, the, you're married to Bud Brussman, so he's part of the producing angle of this. Who knew first, you or Chip? <laughs> you know, I would have to say Chip because oh, the show wouldn't be the show. We know we need Chip, but you know, all of us, Chris has a job to do, Chip has a job to do, I have the job to do. So I think it works if all of us are together. So it kind of had to go through Chip first. He said yes. And then they went to Chris. He said yes. I'm like, well, I got to say yes. Oh, I got to yeah. come back. You know, got to get the band back together. That's Absolutely. it. That's it. Absolutely. And I'm curious. You guys did it, or Chip did it for a lot of years, and you've got some great episodes. How did it come back? Who kind of thought of that idea? Was it Chip or what? You know, I think a lot has to do with the audience and the fans because I can't even tell you how many messages I got on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I mean, everyone's like, bring overhaul and back. And I would always say, please message the network because at the end of the day, it's the audience who decides right. if a show is a hit or not. Yeah. I mean, the, the network can say this is a great show, but if it doesn't get the ratings, then, you know, I always say it's the audience that makes or breaks a show. And I have to say the overhaul and fans have been the most loyal fans and the best fans. And I have to yeah. say that they, played a huge part in bringing the show back. So kind of like a grassroots effort kind of thing. Yes. Now, yes. is anybody else of the old A-team coming back? Uh, you know, we have a couple, you know, a handful of people, but unfortunately not a lot of the A-team came back okay. because we're actually doing newer cars, newer makes and models um, on the show. So there's not too much metal work. There's been some metal work, but not so much fabrication as uh, okay. past episodes. So talk about a range of vehicle. What are we talking? Uh, the newer vehicles? We that... actually just unveiled on Motor Live on Discovery Channel this past Monday a, I believe it was a 2014 uh, Corvette, a Stingray. Um, okay. We did uh, early 2000 truck. We actually did, um, what do we do, an FJ? Like a okay. Land yeah, Cruiser, yeah. so you know we're a little bit we're kind of. So you're going for the more the, the newer the uh, younger market. 
Yes. To get the younger people yes. to watch the show, not just us old guys. No, no. Yeah. But I mean, we're also going out of state, too. I know that was a big oh, okay. gripe. So we've been to Arizona. We've been to Nevada. So oh. we're, we're branching out, too. Oh, so you're actually not doing it necessarily on the road. in Huntington Beach nope. anymore. You guys are uh, working on your frequent flyer mileage. We, there we go. are. Yeah. But again, it's the power of the people. Okay. They want out out of state cars and they're going to get it this season actually that's a pretty good idea yeah I mean, you know garage squad's been doing that for a while yeah so. why well, get all the california people helped yeah exactly. we don't need help exactly <laughs> see that's the thing and, and i think this is no secret to anybody that watches and i and i love garage squad and they're a good show but if you're not in the chicagoland area chances are you're not who cares get a chance to get your car work done just because that's where the producers are. So yeah. for everybody else, you know, they're looking for an opportunity to do something like that. And certainly overhauling is different than Garage Squad. Obviously. It is. It's definitely a different format. Yeah. And I'd like to say we're kind of, you know, the, the pioneers of automotive sure. makeover shows. Sure. You know, I, I would like to say that's kind of where it all started. Um, but it's great. You know, we're slowly branching out. And, you know, trying to hit a younger market, although right. I'm kind of with you. I, I do love the old classics. Well, you know, that's where hot rodding is. That's where exactly. Chip's forte came yep. from. And that's but, where I learned everything. But, you know, you got to look at the market. And where are the people today? Uh, the older car market is dwindling. The newer car market, and I say newer, 2000. Yeah. Uh, they're 20 years old, but those yeah. are becoming the collector cars. That is true. That yeah. is true. So, you know, it's. I'm just happy to be back. It's it's we're having Good. so much fun and I think the the fans are excited. Yeah. We're excited, good. so it's going to be good. That's kind of cool. That's you know, especially with all the shows out there. It's nice right. to have a show back that we're very comfortable with. Go yeah, ahead. the the pranks are those going to continue? Those are back, and I have to say, and I can say it now because they did air a sneak peek Monday night on Discovery Channel. Yeah, Chris managed to really piss someone off and he got nope. knocked out yes. he oh. knocked oh. out a it big is, right to the jaw or something yep a big oh right my. to the jaw and went down oh. down for the count oh and we gosh. had to pull the guy off we're like no 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 no, you're on overhaul oh it yep. was it was pretty good oh, we were watching the other the old shows they've been airing them lately yeah. so we've been watching them and there was one where you had done a prank on a sheriff yes and that almost came to blows I mean, he didn't, obviously, he's not going to come to blows no. with me, but I, I really pissed him off nice and good. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, well, yeah, the one show, the car was just about to go in a crusher, yes. but it was a duplicate car. Yes, yeah, it was a duplicate car, and yeah. then he got even, he, then he still got mad. He's like, you wasted my time. That's not my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the T-Bird episode. That That's was a right. good one. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Yep, some people just don't nope. have an old sense of humor. No sense of humor at all. I don't know. You know, just shockingly, though, if that was the first time Chris got hit, decked, that's a shocker because I'm, you guys have done so many things. Exactly. I, we, we agreed that that's probably going to be the most watched prank in Overholland because he and we got good angles, too. So. A lot of people will okay. will uh, enjoy good angles. So you're going to be able to like do the slow mo. Slow mo, everything. Oh, the playback. Yes, playbacks. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's gonna yeah. that, that'll be something he'll never live down. <laughs> I can see it in the blooper reel now. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing. You uh, you've got some other things going on as well. Yes. Yeah, so obviously, uh, Overholland is back right. on uh, Motor Trends. So we're very excited about that. And since Overholland is back, I decided to bring back 
the garage calendar because Ooh, I noticed why there's not? Yes. a lack a of cool from the crowd here. garage calendars yeah. in the shops. Like, you know, and this, I wanted to make a very classy, edgy, Good. very cool, you know, it's, I like to say it's wife and girlfriend friendly. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be allowed in the shop. Girl in the, next door. door. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. me. It's me because if I were in a bikini, I think the overhauling fans would be like, what is she doing? Yeah. So this is me, you know, you know I've got denim shorts and I've got cool go. outfits, but it's me. It's, it's very respectful. Of course. It's got cool cars and it's yep. oversized. I've got a cool centerfold in there with a, a very cool mercury oh, in there. So it's great. I'm very proud of it. Put a Chevy in there, I would have probably said disrespectful things. But yeah, no, she no, has she, a Mercury. Mercury, in there, so Mercury. okay. And my Firebird's in it, too. Oh, okay. Firebird, well, there we go. There go. So, how would someone come about getting your calendar? I uh, could get my garage calendar at ajcalendars.com. ajcalendars.com. Check it out. And I have one for you, too. Yeah. I brought one for you. She brought one for us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. So one month it'll be in your garage, and the next month it'll be in mine. I think that's well. I, I think do. I may have two. She may have two. Ooh, we'll, 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 may have two. Hey, we're working well, on it. Say so you can have it for two weeks, and I'll have it for two <laughs> weeks. Okay, that's all good. And this way, our fight over the centerfold. Yeah, wives and girlfriends <laughs> will love that. Yeah, yeah. wives will love that. Okay. So Again, it's very respectful. It's very respectful. Very respectful. And yes. It's a Mercury. So Mercury. I'm sure it's okay. Fine. There yes. we go. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's AJ Adrian Janik joining us at the Moon Eyes booth at SEMA. All right, we have to get the other side of the story. Did Chris Jacobs get KO'd during one of their pranks or not? We caught up with the host of Barrett Jackson's Auction, co-host with my former Fox 11 LA colleague Lisa Joyner on the TV show Long Lost Family to get the latest on the return of Overholland. So Chris, tell us how it all came about. Well, at SEMA 2018, I happen to be sitting next to Alex Welland, who's the global president and general manager of Motor Trend. And we were just shooting the breeze about, uh, you know, the, the history of overhauling and its popularity and its resiliency. You know, we started overhauling way back in 2003, and I think it's been shown every single day somewhere in the world ever since. That's a long time. And uh, we'd been out of production for about five years, and that was our second five-year break that we had taken. And it kind of planted the seed with Alex, and next thing I know, we're talking to Chip and talking to AJ, and we're, we're back in production. So it's the show that won't die. So... That's a great idea, but then you had to approach Chip. How did that go, and was there a lot of convincing you had to do? Not at all. I mean, Chip's always willing to uh, to do new overhauls. It's just a matter of finding time in his schedule. I mean, you think that I work a lot. Chip, Chip makes me look like I'm on permanent vacation. Um, but, you know, once we got the schedule straight and we found a space, which happens to be at Foose Design, um, it was just a matter of uh, finding the cars and getting to work. Now, as I understand it, this is a little different, different yeah. than the previous overhaul. It's different in the sense that we're doing newer cars. Um, we're doing that in order to save time with body work and rust repair. So in previous overhauls, you know, we'd spend the first sometimes four days doing metal work. And, you know, that takes a lot of time. So starting with cleaner cars, we can get it into paint earlier. Um, still doing all the bells and whistles, you know, new wheels, new tires, new brakes, new exhaust, and most cases changing out the uh, drivetrain. So it's still your uh, fun loving overhauling, and of course the pranks are back in a huge way. Okay, it's explain funny the, you should yeah, bring that, bring that up. up. Uh, explain <laughs> one of the pranks that uh, may have gone a little sideways. Well, you know, as I mentioned before, we've been making overhauling for 16 years, and. Uh, you can't you can't slap the uh, the bear without uh, angering him eventually. So yes, I was punched. 
and uh, it was not faked, it was not planned, it was the real deal. Luckily, I kind of saw it coming, so I was able to roll with the punch a little bit, but uh, I'm no worse for the wear. He felt horribly about it, but I mean, if you're gonna smash a dude's windshield with a guitar right in front of him, you gotta Ooh. expect that oh. you're gonna get punched. Okay, so our source, who is highly placed, yes, used the phrase, you were knocked out. No, I, w I was knocked down. I was okay. not out. Oh. Okay. I was Just not knocked down, out. Okay. And, and I, I take great pride in the fact that I stayed in character. <laughs> my wig flew off, my sunglasses flew off, the earwig came out of my ear, everything went, you know, it was a total yard sale, but I stayed in character, I popped right back up. Luckily, Chip came over to stop him from hitting me again, because he was about to give me another shot. Um, but again, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't change a thing. You know, I, I would not go back and change anything because it's an instant classic. Yeah. Uh, what has been brewing finally bubbled over. Uh, I can tell you this. I will never be hit again. <laughs> ah. I'm going in the other direction. Did he recognize you after you came back without the wig? He did. He okay. did. Well, he recognized Chip first because okay. as Chip's coming over to stop him from hitting me again, he's pulling his disguise off. And when he saw Chip out of his disguise, he instantly knew what was going on. We you know we're screaming at him. You're on overhauling. So, I mean, I felt so bad for the guy because he went through such a range of emotions, you know, mild amusement that we were there as fans of his because he used to be in this rock band to annoyance to rage after I smashed his windshield, to disbelief when he realizes he's on overhauling, to sadness once he realized oh. he almost killed me. So uh, quite quite a, uh, a gamut of emotions that he went through. That would have been an all-new segment of overhauling. Yeah, right, exactly. I, I can see the ads now, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be immortal. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, they, they, the network has already been, uh, been you know, having meetings on how to promote it. Uh -huh. um, but I'm, I'm very proud of the fact that I popped right back up. He's yep. a big dude. He's 6'4", probably 260, 270. So. Any truth to the rumor that uh, from now on, all the overhauling people that give their cars in there have to be like under 5'5", five, five or <laughs> yeah. uh, female? There is no truth to that rumor, but uh, I've, got a new, um, I've got a new item in my wardrobe, and that's headgear. Headgear, yes. yeah. 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 Well, I also notice you don't see much of it because you nope. you are no, you are grown a little, uh, you know, beard thing. Well, going you know, on. it is no shave November, but I can tell you this: the the very next day after the guy decked me, I was on the air hosting Barrett Jackson live. So, oh, there was no right. there was no noticeable damage. All right, wow. yeah, Good. that's very yeah. cool. All right, now, you're a member of a car club in yep. Southern California. It's very yep. famous. Yep. They also have a famous initiation. Perdome had to wear diapers. <laughs> Moravis had to wear a dress. Yeah. What was your initiation like? Well, of course, you're talking about the Road Kings of yes. Burbank, and I'm a proud Burbankian, and I'm also a very proud honorary member of the Road Kings. Yes. So I'm, I'm only honorary, so I didn't have to go through any initiation. Oh, I mean, maybe my was. initiation was going to their meeting and, uh, and speaking in front of the Road Kings. You <laughs> know, they're discerning audience. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I, I hopefully won them over enough. I mean, I got a jacket. I wear my Road Kings hat proudly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, thank you for asking about that. Uh, I, I will always be a proud Road King. So did they tell you, though, in advance, some of the guys and what they had to do to be initiated into the group? Didn't tell me about the initiation. I, of course, I'm buddies with Snake. I knew he's yeah. a, a member of Road Kings. Um, but, no, I'm glad that I didn't know because, you know, <laughs> I might have been a little bit more hesitant. Yeah, you might ask Don about what he had to go through. Yeah, I think I will next yeah. time I see him. Okay, yeah. you've got uh, Barrett Jackson coming up here in a couple of weeks. No, well, no, January in Scottsdale. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So again, this is coming up. How many years have you been with them now? 
With Barrett Jackson, I think we're going into our sixth year. Uh, I think 2015 was uh, our first year. Yeah. What, what's amazing to me is you guys, it's like doing a back-to-back -back baseball doubleheader for every day in a week. Or well, and, and both of those games go into extra innings. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's... You it's, guys talked for a long time. It, I, the, you know, we do, we do 10 hours of live coverage on Saturday, and then what we call a cool-down lap on Sunday is six hours. And, of course, yeah. previous to that, Saturday is Tuesday through Friday, which okay. is 8, 8, 9, and then 10 hours on, on Saturday. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a long show, but... Man, you turn me loose at a Barrett Jackson, and I'm just a kid in a candy store. I love That's it. That's what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Late great Chick Hearn used to actually uh, keep his voice going. He used to like to drink um, hot tea, kind of a lemony water tea thing. Yeah. What's your uh, secret? A uh, lot of water, especially in Arizona. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, and just it's 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 working on adrenaline more than anything. You know, you just go, and then when they say you're wrapped, then it's like you feel that exhaustion. Go back to the hotel, get some dinner, get a good night's sleep back at it again the next morning and what third year coming up for your show with lisa no actually longer than that we're in season five. Oh my gosh yeah we've been making that show since 2000 i think we started production in 2014 uh -huh. yeah and that's a labor of love i mean that's my story uh long lost family is a show that's near and dear to my heart we just had new episodes start a couple weeks ago and this season is the best one yet has anybody in the show looked at you and said wait a minute that's that's the Barrett Jackson guy. Oh yeah, no overhauling. It's it's overhauling. It's always yeah. yeah. I mean it's uh, it, it happens more often than it doesn't. I've I've even had guys say you got to come out to my garage and check out this car. <laughs> so it it does happen a lot. You know there's there's strange parallels between Long Lost Family and Overhauling. There's a there's a, a love either between family members or a person and their car, and then there's a separation whether by you know me stealing the car and overhauling or being placed for adoption and then there's a reunion at the end and it's always uh back to loving yeah, you had a project car a while ago a plymouth yeah what's what's going on with that uh funny you mentioned that that's actually going across the auction block uh at scottsdale 2020 uh it's my 1968 plymouth gtx 392 engine swap it's got a bunch of custom touches going to a very worthy cause called With Your Shield, which is an organization that benefits Navy SEALs who are transitioning back into civilian life. They help them out with counseling, job placement. They're, they and their families are taken care of by this organization, With Your Shield. So what's the car that's going to come up next after that? You know, Have I want to... Uh, yeah, I kind of got my eye... I, not a particular one, but I've, I'm infatuated lately with Pro Touring 1971 Roadrunners. So I'm hoping to find one okay. that's done, because I'd rather buy somebody's <laughs> project than do a project myself. That seems to be a lot more economical. Yeah, you're staying with Mopar. Oh, of course. We, we okay. were doing an interview here with Dina Parise, and, and she brought up something that I'm asking everybody, is that you remember the TV show MacGyver. Of course. I believe it's still on in the yeah. second Probably, iteration. yeah, there's a, yeah. But the first one with Richard Dean Anderson seems yep. to be the one everybody remembers because he always got out of just situations with basically duct tape, tube socks, and bailing wire. Exactly. So what was the car fix that you found yourself in that situation that you had to use all sorts of unorthodox ways to get the thing <laughs> running? What was that? Um, the craziest Well, one. you know what? Well, 
Not a lot of crazy ones. Fortunately, I'm not. Don't have a lot of car trouble, but the the popping the clutch is always my go-to. You know, okay. you got a manual transmission, then that's the way to get something started. Oh, so you just yeah. roll it down a hill? Exactly. Or you know, sometimes it's got to be up the hill, and you got to use a lot of uh, arm strength and leg strength to get it going. Uh, but I'll tell you a story about the GTX. The reason I had the 392 swap is because the old. Uh, carbureted 440 that was in it caught on fire one time oh. and uh, fortunately I had my detailing guy there with me with a hundred gallon tank of pressurized water and if he hadn't been there I don't know what would have happened but he was able to, to shoot out the flames yeah his car may be going downhill but not his career <laughs> that's Chris Jacobs and uh, yeah he was conscious through the whole interview I'm here to report that you can check out the brand new overhauling on the Motor Trend app now the big daddy of Hot Rod Racing, Don Garlitz, who had his first race in the 50s and his last in 2003 at the age of 71. Now, Garlitz is an energetic 84 years old and is selling a new book and still has his Don Garlitz Museum of Drag Racing in Ocala, Florida. Now we go to Hot Rod Bob and Big Daddy Don. Don, how's it been going here at SEMA this year? I'll tell you, I hadn't been here in about four years and it's the biggest crowd I've ever seen in my life. It's been nonstop for two days. I got here uh, Tuesday morning and I stayed all day and I've been here all day today, Wednesday, and it's just been fantastic, especially I've seen so many of my old friends, I, I just can't count them all. Yeah, Ron Hope just left and you've been selling a book, your book. Tell us about that. Well, this is the third printing of Don and his cars. This is a brand new edition and this goes all the way into Swamp Rat 38 and the 189 mile an hour record run for that car. Uh, the It's our brand new electric dragster and it is here at SEMA. It's in the uh, South Hall up on the second floor. There was a display up there called SEMA Electric and that's where it's at. And uh, I'm down here though in the 1320 booth because I'm trying to sell this book and this is where the traffic is. All right, so we're here, and uh, Tracy Rutgen's keeping this alive. She's uh, talking to a lot of people, recording a lot of interviews with people such as yourself that made the history, made the sport what it is today. Without you guys doing what you did, we wouldn't be drag racing the way we are today. Now, what do you think? Uh, they knocked it down to a 1,000 foot a number of years ago. What's your feeling on that? Because you haven't raced uh, for, for a while. Well, I, I like quarter-mile racing. We raced some 1,000-foot tracks where they didn't have enough length, but we always liked quarter-mile because you could go faster, and we always wanted to go as fast as we could go. Now, when they did the 1,000-foot, it was a stop-gap measure until they could get the engines calmed down. It was only going to be for the remainder of that year. They're going to have a meeting with the crew chiefs, and they they were going to decide how to do it. Well, the crew chiefs was the last. That's like having a meeting with the foxes to figure out how to stop the foxes from eating the chickens out of the chicken house. Yeah. I mean, the crew chiefs was about going fast, not about slowing them down. It was the NHRA that sort of just made some new rules and said, this is how it is, boys. There ain't no way out. We can't want to go 350 miles an hour and a quarter mile the fact of the matter is they would go faster than that now the way the cars are set up if they turned them loose but they they should have just slowed them down now i have heard a rumor just a rumor now unsubstantiated that they are going to go back to quarter mile racing and and slow these cars down 
Well, how do you think the fans are going to feel about that? I know a lot of the fans have been clamoring to go back to quarter mile, and a lot of the drivers don't want to, but at this point, if they slow the cars down, what are the fans going to feel about that? Because, all right, you're running a quarter mile, but you're going slower. I personally don't think the speed has anything to do with the excitement of the race. The race is way too short at 3.7 seconds. It needs to be a little longer, at least four seconds, and that's where they should be. And that takes quarter-mile racing. There's no difference in the actual look of a car going 300 or 350 at the end of the run. The scoreboards are the worst things that ever happened because I put the speeds up there, and that the people actually take their eyes off of the cars in the race and look at the scoreboard. <laughs> so anyway, it would work. The people like to have a nice side-by-side -side race, and that's what they like to see. And it needs to be the same distance as everybody else is running, which would be quarter mile. And there was only a couple of tracks that were real short, and if they had to, they could let those still stay 1,000 feet. But if they slow these cars down to around 300, 310 miles an hour in the quarter mile, they would be just fine. Uh, the drivers, I can understand why they might like it, because... Some of them, I guess, aren't too comfortable in these cars, and so if they're in there only 3.7 seconds, I, I guess they like that better than being in there four seconds. It's like, how long do you want to sit in the electric chair, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, in, you're, on, you're driving an explosion on wheels. Oh, it, it's a bomb. It literally is. And we got to think about something else about these explosions. Let me get into that just a minute. This is one of the reasons that they don't slow the cars down. The engines are so good and the manufacturers have made such bulletproof parts. If they took the horsepower out of these 11,500 horse engines and slowed them down like to say 8,000 horse, there'd be no more explosions. And this would not be good for television. Yeah. Television loves violence. Just well, just for a minute, imagine there'd be no more wrecks at the Daytona 500. Would anybody be interested in watching it? No, no, it's, just, it's boring to the spectators. A good friend of mine said this. He says, Don, I don't want to see them wreck, but I know they're going to, and I don't want to miss it. Yeah, the last 20 minutes of, or 15 minutes of NASCAR races is what everyone wants to watch, because that's when the accidents really happen. Yeah, that's right. So... What they got to do, they got to. That's that is why NHRA has not done anything at this point because they don't want to give up the television. Because and it's not the television for the sponsors of the cars, which is important. It's the television sponsorship of the events. Every big event has got a great big fancy name tag on it, which is tremendous money more than they make probably even from the admissions and so this is why they want in every you know every other breath out of the announcer's mouth is oh this is the chevrolet u.s nationals or this is the amelie this or that and that's where the, that's what it's all about see i personally would rather see the television go away and have nice racing because here's another thing that would happen when they slowed these engines down the little guys would now have a chance because it wouldn't be a point of who can blow the engine up. <laughs> It'd be who can get the most traction with what they've given them to run with. And, and so it would make it would level the playing field quite a bit. And that would be 
put more fuel dragsters in the field. Well, how about if they went back to a, a, a simpler block, more like what you initially started running? You, used to, you could get an engine out of a junkyard and have it torn down and ready to go for the next round of racing. Well, we've went way beyond that. There ain't enough of those kind of blocks out there anymore. The, the, the parts are fine like they have, and uh, that what they need off of them is the great big fancy blowers and the great big 100-gallon-a-minute fuel pumps. Those are the two things that need to go away, and, uh, and they'd be right back to square one, and they'd be in good shape. All right, Don, if you could go back racing again besides with your electric car, would you go back into a fuel car? If, you know, if they if they made these rule changes where a person could run these events and have a couple of engines and go all year, that it would be great. Might think about it. Big Daddy Don Garlitz. Remember, you can subscribe for free to Talking About Cars on Radio.com, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and KNX1070.com, so that way you can be notified when a new podcast is uploaded and you won't miss a thing. If you're on iTunes, please give us five stars and leave a comment about what you think of the podcast. We're also on Alexa. Just ask Alexa, Alexa, play Talking About Cars. Our website is talkingaboutcars.net. And follow us on our social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also follow Hot Rod Bob Beck on his Great American Auto Scene accounts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and you can watch his videos on YouTube and at GotGas, G-A-A-S, Com. Until next time, I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me and Hot Rod Bob as we have some fun, what else, talking about cars.